Blog Talk Radio. The show is Live Without Limits, and we're coming to you from Blog Talk Radio Studios. The title of today's show is Tools You Need to Start a Successful Business. Making money is an art, and working is an art. Good business is the best art, said Andy Warhol. Ready to quit your job and start a new business venture? The idea is tempting, but before leaving your current job, ask yourself this question. Am I financially ready to launch a startup? That is a very important thing to understand because back when I started my business in the 1980s, it was simply because at the time, being someone with a disability, I couldn't find gainful employment. I would always have been an entrepreneur because that's my personality. But I would not have done it in the way that I did it because you really need to have money in the bank. You need to have a business plan or something that you know exactly what you're going to do, how you're going to get there, and also have someone that is a coach or mentor that can help you along the way. I can even remember talking to someone who was an executive an executive coach, and he told me, oh, you need to stay in those telemarketing jobs where you're earning 5 or $6 an hour. At that, the 80s, that was considered a good living. And today, the, even telemarketers get 10 to $15 an hour. But the fact of the matter is that you really do have a, have to have a plan when you start your business. You really know or need to know exactly where and how you're going to create a plan that can help you get and set your goals. You might be fascinated by an idea and it's not easy to launch a business and reap profits, especially not right away. According to Forbes, eight out of 10 businesses fail within the first 18 months. Why? Because they run out of cash. And even if you were successful, you likely won't see profits for five years. Being someone with a disability, what happened to me was that I I knew what I wanted to do, and I didn't have the support systems in place to do it, and there were no services for me to go to where someone understood that coming from the background that I did as a disabled American, there were few opportunities for me to get a job in the workplace and gain the skills I needed 
before opening up my own business. So that's a very important part of understanding what you need and why a business plan, because then you have to sit down and you have to actually have a financial plan in place. And that is very understandable. But because I hadn't had the opportunity to work anywhere and gain financial stability, when it came time to start my business and I went to the Small Business Administration, I didn't qualify for loans. And when I went to school, they didn't understand quite the situation I was in. That's why I have always had the goal of setting up a nonprofit called International Disabled Entrepreneurs, Inc. that would provide those services to people with disabilities that we truly understand what those specific needs are. In short, without proper financial planning, your business is doomed before it even hits the ground or gets off the ground. The good news is there are ways to build a solid foundation financial foundation that makes success more likely. Here are a few tips you can use to be financially ready for starting your new company. Conduct market research. Whatever your exciting new business prospect is, don't get swayed by more possibility. Evaluate your profit potential accurately. Here is where to start. First, Consider the details of the business, especially the cost. Ask yourself, what product or service will I be offering? What is the market demand for that product or service? What will it cost to produce and disseminate the product or service? What future does any product or service have? And can I really? adapt for a changing market. Who in my audience and how is it likely to change over the next five to 10 years? What overhead costs will I need to cover? Office, transportation, employees, etc. What income do I need during the early company growth and possibly low or no profits? You can honestly answer these questions. You'll know if a new company is worth your effort. Also, when I started my business in the 1980s, I looked at my experience, my education, and what it is that I truly enjoy doing. And I knew that I like to do or work with clients to help them live a better quality of life. And I had training in psychodrama, and I had training in transactional analysis. And initially, my goal was to go and contract with mental health centers and offer my services as an independent contractor to get to do group therapy. Guess what? I didn't have the masters in that field, and I didn't have the PhD. So I had to reevaluate and decide what it is that I wanted to do. And then I realized that one of the things that I really enjoyed doing or, or, got, or where I got the best grades 
was when I was often giving book reports and standing in front of the classroom speaking to people. And that's when I looked at going into the speaking as a profession as opposed to just listening to what other people did, and it evolved. And then I became associated with Carlson companies with their assessment profiles because my background in mental health fit in with that. The issue there, without having the funds to put together a media kit or to really sit down and write out a speech and, and, and give it in a way that it generated. And even, I noticed when I listen to myself, even on these radio shows, as good as I sound to me when I'm talking to you, when I listen to it, I'm being very critical and I can hear and it, and, it, and it just sounds like a monotone, and which is probably why I was not as successful as I wanted to be. But I also knew that I had those skills and I didn't have the money to put together the media kit or the press kit and be able to send that out to associations. And, when it, and back then, you had companies where they hired speakers to go out and give their topics. And it was a great option, but they had such a high turnover because there was so much travel time and really and truly for the amount of time that you were on the road and what was expected of you, you were really not making the best money that you could make. When you work for yourself, you can do better. And it is a very highly competitive market. Also, technology has changed how that industry is. And you don't, have, you don't have the training companies anymore. You can be your own training company. And what happens is you have individuals who teach sales training who what they do now, like Tony Robbins or Eric Lofholm, what they do is they hire you, you pay them, and they train you to present their products and their services, and then they send you out to, do, to, to present their programs for them, and you're earning a commission. So it's, it's changed, and yet it's still very similar. So if you honestly answer the questions, you'll know if a new company is worth your effort. Second, look at your competitors those selling similar products and services, and find out how they are performing. This will give you a sense for what is working and what isn't working, and how you can improve your product or differentiate it from competitors. Review the entrepreneur article on complete market research before setting up your business. Take notes, make outlines, and craft a long form pros and cons list about your new venture. These will all help you to define your goals, your deliverable goals, and your vision. Here's also something to think about. That's something that you would probably outsource to a market research company to help you collect the data that you need when it comes 
to putting your your product and your services on the market. And believe me, today with technology, with websites, with platforms like Zoom, you can go and create your own presentations and market them. All you have to do is set up a membership site where your clients can join and they can get new content either daily or weekly, however you put it out. But the idea is that what you're doing is creating a product that you are your product, you are your brand, and you want to have something that people will recognize. And using market research can help you put it all together. Here are some additional tools you can use to get secure data for your target industry. Crunchbase Enterprise, Questback, and Qualtrics. Keep in mind that market research can cost thousands of dollars for accurate data. So be prepared to spend money up front. While costly, know that this investment could be the difference between sinking in a year or soaring in a few years. Figure out the startup cost. While your initial market research will give you the general sense of startup cost, now is the time to dig into the numbers. Some estimates show that the cost of launching a business can reach $30,000. So make sure you take all factors into account. Now, what we're talking about when we're talking about $30,000 is simply if you have an online business. And that's where new businesses start every day. And that's also where you can find jobs simply because those people who help or take someone's course or pro purchase someone's product online, then what happens? They need help marketing. So they're going to set up affiliate programs where you can market someone else's product and earn commission. So think about what it is that you are marketing and understand that if you were going into a brick and mortar store to sell your product, the startup cost would probably more be, be closer to a hundred to a hundred and fifty thousand dollars because you have to prove that your product is going to be marketable. If you look at what Apple is doing and what Microsoft is doing, how they're actually expanding into what they're doing, even the cable companies, that people are cutting the cable, but at the same time, they're getting their entertainment through streaming on on their computers or in many other options so that technology has changed how we do business together. For example, as a brick-and-mortar venture, like a retail 
like a retail store. like a shop, like a retail shop or a restaurant, you'll need to calculate leasing fees on property. Calculate the likely increase in monthly fees based on inflation and demand. Also, be sure to include estimates for construction or renovation costs if, if you need to update the space to fit your concept. So as you can see, what we're talking about is two concepts. You've got the online business where you start up, you can start up for as little as 30000 but yet when you go into that brick-and-mortar store, the cost rises. And you need to know whether or not you're going to be in a shopping center that gets a lot of traffic and you get walk-in, or whether you are going to be in a place where there's little traffic that walks around like a mall and you have to do a lot more advertising to get people to come into your store. On the other hand, most online-only businesses have a lower startup cost. However, you still need to secure dedicated service-based e-domain, email client, and marketing software. Know what you need not only at launch, but also how you can scale over the course of two to five years. Will your technology software handle growth during a successful five-year period? Other overhead costs to consider would be employee wages, insurance, transportation, utilities, internet, cell phone plants, supplies, shipping and technology, computers, service, etc. The Wall Street Journal published this indispensable startup calculator for just such a purpose. Use this as a starting point, but be sure to tailor your expenses to fit your own needs. Remember, don't quit your job unless you have enough funds to start a business. Here are some things to really be aware of. This is why you either need to have money in the bank to finance your business, even when you go for an SBA loan. They're gonna to wanna to know how much money do you have to put into your business because they may match it, they may not match it, but you make the decision. Start an LLC. Once you've determined the viability of your business and product or service, start an LLC. You'll have to submit articles of organization to your state secretary of state. Usually this costs between 40 and $900. Check to see if you have to pay corporate tax separately. For instance, in California, you have to pay $70 as a filing fee, but $800 for an annual tax. Depending on the state you live in, you will also have to publish a notice of any local newspaper when selling 
for setting up an LLC. Find out about the publication requirements for corporations and DBAs. If you are going to be a company as a sole proprietorship and work from home, these are things you don't have to worry about because you don't have to have any of these licenses. But if you work in an office where you have other employees and you're going to be paying them a salary or you have what think about it steve jobs and his crew or even okay what happened was when they worked when they started their business and they were building computers they worked out of their garage so they did not have a business license but once they actually had to start getting their products into stores and selling them, they had to organize their business. As you remember the story of Steve Jobs, he was great at starting up Apple, but when it came to, to going to the next level, he was really ousted from his company. But at the point where they were they stagnated and they were losing market share and they were actually about to go bankrupt, they brought Steve Jobs back. And what did he do? He started creating the iPad. He started creating iTunes, which was digital music. He, now, BlackBerry was the first to come out with a smartphone, but it really didn't take off until Steve Jobs came out with the iPhone because that's when he, he proved that people would pay to carry a mini computer in their pockets and have it available. Because think about it, on your iPhone or on any smartphone, you have apps and you can literally be doing business even 24-7. And it doesn't matter what kind of business you have today, but you need a website. Because no, today, people will go into the stores and look at the products, but they'll actually order it online and have it delivered to their home. Save for your living expenses. Now that you've got some solid numbers, start saving along with ex <coughs> ex <coughs> expenses associated with setting up and operating a new business. You need to be financially prepared to cover your living expenses for several months. It will take time to make your company a profitable business. Remember, there won't be any change in your personal expenses just because you have set up a business. Moreover, you need to be prepared for extra expenses related to out-of-pocket health care premiums, and random costs. Initially, your expenses will be more than your income. Save enough money to cover your living expenses for six months before leaving your job. You can use the family budget calculator to figure out how much money you need to maintain 
a normal standard of living in 618 U.S. locations. This is not just for you, but for your whole family. Boast your credit source. A boost your credit source. Before you dive into funding, you need to make sure your personal credit is solid. Why? What? That's how banks and potential investors know you are a solid bet for a loan. This is very, this is, for this very reason, it's a good idea to review your current credit score and take steps to improve it as needed. At the very least, you'll need, if you're accurate, or if there are fraudulently opened accounts for unknown inquiries that need to be removed, where can you find your credit score? Look at monthly loan statements and credit card statements to see your credit score. You can also log into your account online and check your credit score. You can pay $29.95 per month for obtaining your 28 FICO scores and three Bureau credit reports. Get in touch with nonprofit credit counselors. They are able to give you a free credit report and score. You can get your credit score by signing up for credit monitoring service. You may have to pay a monthly subscription fee to get your score, but it's worth checking out. Reach out to Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. For more information, visit annualcreditreport.com for free credit report. Also, there's a, a site called Credit Karma where you can go on there and you can get your monthly credit report for free. If you don't have a stellar credit score and feel that it would stop you from obtaining a business loan, then definitely don't quit your job. Banks are more willing to lend to borrowers with a regular paycheck. You can also consider alternative lending sources. Once you get a free copy of your credit report, look at it very closely and find out if there are accounts that aren't yours. Despite these accounts with the appropriate credit bureau and ask them to remove the questionable accounts from your credit report. If there are inaccurate negative listings, negative listings, like late credit payments, collection accounts, charge-off accounts, and Chapter 13 bankruptcy, stay on your credit report for seven years. If you find a listing that's inaccurate, report it right away. If you find that a negative listing has exceeded the seven-year window, then request removal. If you need help, reach out to a credit bureau directly or to a credit counselor. If there is incorrect information, check your address and, pay, and payment history on the listed accounts. If anything things, seems amiss, contact the appropriate credit bureau to fix this. For more information on factors that affect your credit score, visit creditkarma.com. Examine how best to secure investor and startup capital.
depending on your financial needs. This could be as easy as asking friends and family for a small loan, but it could also mean crowdsourcing, taking out a much larger bank loan, or seeking out investors and angel investors. There are many ways today that you can look at starting and securing financing for a business. Also, remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com. What we can do is sit down with you and help you put together an action plan on how you can decide how to build and establish a successful business today if you decide that's what you want to do. And remember, again, you can go to my website, and that's the number one personalcareercoach.com. For us, and you can check out what other people have said. And also, we have videos that can help you 